You're listening to the premier automotive and lifestyle podcast with Mark Anthony Murray and Sean Rosa. This is Through the Apex. Back by popular demand after missing a week, shamefully missing a week, <laughs> we are back through the apex. We've let the fans down. We have. I was really hoping that we'd go on this long, like, <laughs> 85 week streak, never end, like, just go hard. I will say that I, I've done what I can to keep the streak going, but my uh, co host is more important than I am. <laughs> not like, not, so, not, re- not relation wise, but like in the scope of, of, <laughs> of the universe and people's need for him. Not even remotely true, man. Things have just been absolutely busy. I, like I said before we started the show, when it rains, it pours. You know, one minute you're sitting there twiddling your fingers and flicking beans off your <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this stuff comes from. And then the next minute you are editing at five in the morning. Mm. And um, for several days, it's a... Busy is good though, as far as far as that kind of busy goes, because you can really, you know, build upon your creativity and and give someone a product that they're in need of. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's not like my situation where I'm just in a hamster wheel of of spreadsheets and incompetence and <laughs> stuff like that. That there is a method to all types of madness, uh, <laughs> even if you're in a hamster wheel. If you feel that way, um, there is a there is a it's part of someone's plan at some point. Sure. Um, that's, that's, I guess that's the way I kind of see things. You just never know when things will pivot on you very quickly. But I will say that one thing that I've noticed since I turned 29 just a few weeks ago and my schedule has gotten busier, I've just seemed to fall asleep anywhere. <laughs> uh, so I might doze off in the middle of this podcast. I was sleeping uh, probably for about a half hour to an hour before yeah. uh, you got here. Wow. So um, I was I just mean, watching TV and just knocked out. Dude. I was going to say, you have to fit it in where you can get it most times. I mean, oh, yeah. like just designated time for sleep. It doesn't really happen for most people. Yeah. It's like an involuntary action. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm, de- I'm debating if I should go buy my mom and sister some Mother's Day gifts or catch 20 <laughs> minutes before I head to dinner this evening. Right. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers or expecting mothers this weekend yes happy mother's day guys ladies or i guess at this point when you hear it it'll be this past weekend happy belated mother's day everybody (laughs) i'll edit that thank you for that that's perfect (laughs) pick it up right there you know right um yeah yeah it's um it's 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 good to be back it's good to be back in the saddle we said it almost felt as if we were gone for a month yeah people were asking too like yeah. alvaro and a few guys they were like hey i didn't get a notification and i was like i didn't either you know <laughs> <laughs> oh geez but yeah, it is good to be back it is it is um the weather's finally nice not today though it's hot it's 91 we went from like 44 to 91 in the in the manner in the span of like maybe three weeks yeah at least the ac works in the in the vehicles that we operate within (laughs) that's so true because when i'm on the highway and i'm on like 495 or in traffic or something every time i see somebody with their windows down i just you know i say a prayer because at at any given moment they'll be upside down (laughs) on the side of the road they're like you know what Death would be better than this right now. <laughs> better than the Z. <laughs> better than the Z, you know dog. It uh, it's funny. When I bought my Volkswagen back in September of 2017, uh, one of the... Such a long time. I know. Almost a year. <laughs> there were 10,000 miles on the clock, man. Oh, man. Uh, one of the selling points was that there's a AC vent in the... Um, in the glove box. How cool. And I was like... Put your champagne in there. Well, right. But the thing is, it's not big enough for maybe like a small bottle. A small bottle, yeah. Like a real small bottle. And I was like, for what? And he's like, I don't know. Like, you want to put chocolate in there? And my big ass was like, Hell yeah. Where do I sign? <laughs> Keep my chocolate cool in the summer? You got it. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. But, uh, What's going on, though? How's, how's uh, any any developments that are not related to your busy life of a star five star cinematographer oh man um we have one i guess one development we are my fiance eileen and i are embarking on this journey of marriage and we are about uh very close within a month away from closing in on a venue amazing so it's exciting it's an exciting time to be alive that's awesome. Yeah. We went to two venues. I won't name the names because one I'm going to completely dog, but uh, one of them was completely awful. I was greeted by a goat. 
uh, or a sheep. I don't know. I'm I'm a city. <laughs> they guy. don't even. <laughs> I, dude, well, you know what? I don't know, dog. It That's was skin. the free game, bro. <laughs> Yo, I, I just go get greeted by either a giraffe or a bear. I can't. That's pretty fire, actually. <laughs> I take that over a sheep slash goat. That was like walking towards me and pissing at the same time. Oh, and then I was like, oh boy, here it comes. Here and it comes. then it turned around and started. Shitting. And I was like, no. Uh, so I was like, this is not the place I want to get married. Welcome to the countryside, <laughs> yeah. sir. Yeah, oh, for real. For real. <laughs> It's bad. it's crazy. How about you though? I mean, anything going on? Yeah. Um, so, I yesterday went to Home Depot, and I oh, every building. Ev- well, I'm destroying actually. Oh. Every year, I have a personal vendetta uh, <laughs> against the carpenter bee and the wasp. Oh lord! Uh, so I have two patios at home: one on our main floor and one in the basement. <laughs> And, of course, they're all made out of wood. Uh, last year, we treated them uh, with, like, some deep red uh, deck treatment because in the 10 years that we'd lived there, we'd never done it, so we got a power washer, and that's when I actually saw what color the wood was when I finished power washing it. Okay. It's like, it's actually not a dirty, you know, diarrhea color. It's actually, like... <laughs> that brown green? Yeah, it's actually light brown. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so we treated it, and I found a carpenter bee's nest in the far corner of... Uh, the deck they basically they're very efficient and a little too intelligent well kinda, they're carpenters they like build yeah I kind of wish I worked with them instead of the people that I work with at my job <laughs> you know what I mean but anyway not not in this scenario oh, uh, they literally cut like a four by one inch rectangle with, of precision in the top of the, the deck. carpenter bees yeah That's and they impressive. basically went they cut it open and after they burrowed down about half an inch they burrowed into the actual deck so it went probably in either direction two feet or something like that and and I think it was an uninhabitable for about a year after we treated it, and I noticed a bunch of activity recently. So I went to Home Depot, and Sounds I bought like a marine biologist or something. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, insects and animals really interest me, but you know uh, that's another story. Um, so we got two uh, aerosol cans of foaming poison, uh, oh boy. and I went to town on my back patio on the bees. On the well, they it was like later in the evening, and they kind of just come and go, uh, but they're about an inch wide, you oh know, and like they're extremely, they're very imposing. Are know? these carpenter bees? Don't have anything to do with like pollinating, do they? No, they just like wood. Pause. <laughs> they uh, <laughs> they just uh, they have a they have an attraction to wood. And uh, they just they burrow like they they chew through it and they, they chew, just they, they chew, chew through, through the, the wood. wood. I know some yeah. other people like that. They do. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty. I'm just glad to know that you're not like killing off bees because we're at no, the yeah. crisis. You I know, mean, like farmers are renting out bees. Yeah, I saw that's a like commercial stuff, about dog. that. Yeah, like what they, kind of niche market is that? You know, you're in the wrong business. They're probably going to power cars eventually. We'll have to change from EV and talk about BV <laughs> or BV. something like that. <laughs> but yeah, That's I just I, I, I did them. I had a few uh, uh, mango Ritas again <laughs> last night. I think no, 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 they were the peach Ritas. I had three of those, and uh, yeah. Other than that, I actually saw a vehicle that we talked about. Uh, Speaking of past. bees and stingers, oh, that was excellent. Uh, on the way to the gas station yesterday, uh, after making a U-turn and head into the shell to fill up my white car, which is extremely thirsty, uh, Maggie and I saw a black Kia Stinger. Nice. And it actually kind of, in black, it's kind of unidentifiable since you can't really see too much of the bodywork or the grills and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a four-door Aston Martin. Wow. At first, because the fascia is extremely, because the lights sit a bit high. Right. The grill is very low and deep. And uh, it it was it was freshly washed. It had nice, it had tire shine on it, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And when it passed, and I looked at it in the rearview mirror, I was blown away by how attractive the rear of it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's I genuinely feel like that is one of the better styled vehicles in the segment. And today on the way to the gym, I saw a silver one. Nice. And I was just like, man, this is I really like this. You know what I mean? And uh it just it uh uh like a, a huge feeling of respect just overcame me for this company that seemingly, you know, has has you know, dug into the bowels of their creativity and come up with such a nice machine. You know what I mean? I know people will hate it anyway, just because it has a Kia badge on it. But I guess that's where you can. I totally agree with you, though, on this whole respect thing. It's and and we've we've spoken about this before, but just the idea of you know this little Korean brand mm-hmm. um, who's for a long time known for making you know crap. 
yeah, you could say crap. Uh, and even in the even in more recent years when they've been making much better vehicles, uh, don't seem to get the respect. Yeah. Um, and when I see when I do see a stinger, I turn my head and there is a respect. It's like you know what, you guys are in the dogfight. They're they're rare. Rare. People are not buying them. No, they're not. Um, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, but then again, I don't think. Um, I don't think it's going to grow too much. Yeah. It's going to be a niche, and that could be bad for us because if we like it, that could that could spell doom and gloom. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's funny you mentioned the Kia Stinger because I was on Instagram, and now that I'm thinking about it, and I don't want to tell the story. I don't remember what. Oh, you know, it was just someone, I think, like, Car Throttle or mm-hmm. Car Buzz posted an Instagram post with a picture of a Kia Stinger, and it said, you know, 360 horsepower for, like, all these things for 50 grand. You know, would you have it? And instantly, I was like, 50 grand, when you put the numbers and you put the, you know, all together and the price, you know, I'm starting to look and see what's in the segment that I can have for that m- amount of money. And there's some other options, but truthfully, if you want something... If you want what you think you want, you have to spend at least another ten grand. Mm-hmm. Right? Because fifty sounds like optioned. Because right. I thought it was about forty four or something. It like is. That. It is, you know it is I mean? about forty four. Um, but I, you know, me being who I am, I go through and I scroll through the comments because I like to see what people. I wanted to see what people's opinions That's on literally the car like was. a Russian roulette. Like sometimes <laughs> I catch myself doing it, and the frustration comes so quickly, and I'm like, "This is why I never do this." <laughs> right. You know, it's Russian roulette with all but one bullet in the chamber mm-hmm. that's what it is <laughs> and i instantly i come across this guy who's like no i wouldn't have one it's a pos um you know it's a kia it's a trash can i'd just rather spend the extra 10 grand and have an m3 <laughs> and i was just kind of like no options on it. right right and then i was just like should be 15 16 grand actually okay if you want then, well it, somebody else commented on it I was like how is this a trash can mm-hmm. like Explain to me, like, I and he said it in a very like, you have your opinion. That's fine. I would like to just expound on it. You always have a voice of reason that comes to these douchebags, of course. Mm-hmm. And and I chimed in and I said, "How is Kia a trash can? They have offered very reliable cars with like I run an automotive podcast. I know what I'm talking about, guy. <laughs> Thank you, uh, with the great warranty packages, great incentives." Um, what about this car is a trash can? What makes it so garbage? Uh, he's yet to reply, of course. But then I go through the the, um, the thread, and I notice that he's literally commenting on anybody that Ugh, likes it. One of those. So I'm like, okay, clearly. So I click on, click on his picture. Um, private page? No, not private. Really? Yeah, surprisingly. Wow. He has like a 350Z built. Not a bad-looking car, you know. But I can tell what kind of person this I'd guy is. I still have a stinger over that. I would too. Uh, uh, Built or not? Why I, would you have? I mean, if, if, <laughs> if, if the choice came to have a brand new Kia Stinger mm-hmm. optioned to fifty grand, mm-hmm. or an outdated platform like the three seventy Z, I'm going with the Kia. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not only that, but I'm going to get reliability out of it. I'm going to get utility out of it. It looks good. It sounds good, and it's a fun drive. Oh yeah. Um, not saying that the Z is not going to be a fun drive. I imagine it's fun too, but it doesn't hit all the boxes of the Stinger. Well, they're not in the same segment, regardless. Right. But still, mm-hmm. still, I, I need Nissan. I would need Nissan to come up with that 400 Z that's supposedly coming out for me to put that in that. Sure, you know that versus column. But people are just so negative, and I don't understand why. Like. We should be happy and celebrating mm-hmm. that there is a vehicle or a brand out there that is putting, like, just throwing whatever they can, not whatever they can. Like, this is clearly really well developed, but they're sure. throwing it all and, like, we're going to put this dog in this dog fight. We're going to see what happens. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I agree completely. But the thing with the Internet is, is it's the Internet. It's where, <laughs> it's where people can be who they are not. Mm-hmm. And... I think that it doesn't come down to playing devil's advocate anymore. It comes down to a deep-rooted hatred of the unconventional. So it's kind of like like a post Kim Kardashian might put up or something like that <laughs> and how people just hate her yeah. like like she's wrong to them personally. I mean, I feel like everybody can have an opinion on stuff like that. Um, but at the end of the day, 
she is famous and she's doing what she needs to do to make money and she's got a family and she's got her own disposition with life mm-hmm. as should you and you need to be worrying about what it is that you've got going on with whatever mediocrity you call your life you know what I mean absolutely like I'm not even trying to be a douchebag about it it's just kind of like the time that you spend knocking somebody else's you know million dollar establishment you know you could probably be doing something to contribute in your own sector of society. But they're definitely not. They're not. They're I not. mean, and it's to me, scum. that is what the Internet is in the 21st century. Oh, so it is. Certainly. It is just that. Trolls know? and dank memes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and trolls and dank memes. But the, the funny thing is, I'll say this, and I, we've said this, I think, even in episode two mm-hmm. uh, or technically one. Um, not zero. Not zero. Zero oh. was a uh, first car. Like oh, oh, you're going to talk about a main topic. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, my, I, we said this earlier before, and it really comes down to is this. Um, you can not like something. There's nothing wrong with it. But just give me facts. Mm-hmm. Why Why is it garbage? Be an adult. Come you know, I, I, I don't like Lexus mm-hmm. uh, cars very much. My reason... And, <laughs> my reason is because I'm not a fan of the styling. In my opinion... <laughs> I personally just don't like the styling. Sure. That's it. Mm-hmm. But the new LS. Uh, we're not talking about Lexus. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say that I like it. Which, what is it? What's the badge it, number? Uh, I think it's, uh, I, I don't know. It used to be 460. Uh, I don't know what it is now. Maybe 500H. They've got another. It's basically their 7 Series equivalent. The biggest one that they make, the biggest today. LS 500? I, I guess so, yeah. have it may be 500 but it's basically the the uh is it this not thing? the midsize uh yeah that one the massive one it's like 19 feet long or something i like used that. to like the um I, I, the other the, it's the older gen of the, these mm-hmm. my um, buddy harry uh harry has one actually it's bagged it has vips on it <laughs> Stuff. For real, yeah, it's, it's awesome. But yeah. Here's my problem with this car because I'm doing a live reaction here of this LS. Um, this back is uh, is an Avalon. It looks like a Camry and an Avalon combined. Yeah, which is almost which is the what same it is. Thing, which, I mean, it they make is. them. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, right. and um, yeah, I I I I think for me to really fall back in love, I don't think I've ever been in love with Lexus, but for me to even like consider them, um, thank you, my wallet fell out. I like it. it. It's Moo. It's uh, it's my card wallet. Yeah, Moo uh, makes good stuff. They do, they do. Plug for Moo. Um, for me to fall into love with Lexus, I just I need a different distinction between that. Like I can clearly see where the Avalon stops and where the next Lexus brand starts. Like, yeah, it's not far off. And I need to, if I'm buying something like that. It's the same thing with Nissan and uh, Infinity. Infinity. I need to feel like I'm actually moving up. You know. Um, like I saw a new Pathfinder this week, and it was god awful. Not was it a Pathfinder? Or was it, might, it might have been an Armada? Their biggest. No, the, the Armada flagship, is awful. The flagship, tr- uh, uh, basically the Infinity QX platform. Yes, and like it's it's not hidden well at all. It's, it's in plain sight. It's like oh okay. If you have eighteen kids though, that's a good truck to buy. Yeah, it's like twelve rows of seats. You can it's like put, a freaking school bus. You can put like six inside, four on the roof. <laughs> Three in the it's high enough where you can probably strap four to the undercarriage. <laughs> the undercarriage, um, yeah, that's good stuff. Speaking of uh, nice trucks, though, yes, let's talk about it, please. I don't know where to start. Should we save that? Do you, I'm no, excited. Let's not save this. No, let's no, we're talking about it. For. We've been waiting yeah. for this. Yeah, where do you start? The marketing video. Yes. So if you guys have been living under a rock, uh, Rolls Royce has finally announced, and oh, not just announced, they've announced it for some time now, but they've shown it off to the world it's the the cullinan the cullinan the macaulay cullinan <laughs> which i like to call it because i give all the cars with silly names even sillier names, sillier names yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but i all jokes aside this is a, a beautiful vehicle what are your thoughts uh i've been waiting for this for a long time um ever since the marketing videos of it in its supposed element and th- it's funny because the marketing videos of it in the snow camo uh and stuff like that showcased it you know in different environments and stuff but the actual unveiling of it showcased it where most people will actually have it which yes. is on the roads and stuff like that um but this is probably my favorite uh uber luxury suv in existence 
I used to, I really like the uh, Bentega. Um, insert Sean's funny name here. Uh, the bagel. Right. <laughs> um, I didn't like the styling too much. It grew on me over time. Uh, the Bentega or the The, the Bentega, yeah. Uh, but the Cullinan, it immediately just... The thing that I like about it is sometimes cars do not translate well to SUVs, particularly when you insist on retaining the aesthetic of the car. Mm-hmm. I think that happened to the Bentega because essentially it looks like the uh, four-door Continental uh, with the canopy on it. Yeah. Um, the rear taillights are similar. Uh, the front is identical. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a bit squat. It looks a bit, it's very wide. Uh, the roof is very low and the wheels are very big. Um, it's very bling. It looks like a rapper's vehicle, um, which is fine. I like the way that it looks, but it's still, it's just a bit showy-ish. The you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, now, the Cullinan is also showy, but it exudes a different type of desire. I feel like when you translate a Wraith or a Ghost or a Dawn into, a, God, their names are so awesome. They really are. <laughs> Look at that lineup, bro. Like, like, everything is just one syllable. I saw a Wraith yesterday, and I, yeah. oh, dude, I lost God, my mind. Lost but my mind. That those that chassis, I think that translates very well to the SUV because essentially they kept the front of it the the uh, long hood and they added a canopy to the rear. All of these cars are extremely spacious, as are the Bentleys. Uh, but adding the canopy to it really gives me a nice feeling of a cross between an old Land Rover Discovery mm-hmm. and kind of like a Range Rover HSE. Of course, both of those are also British, but it's pulled off very very nicely and i really like the marketing video which is what i talked about before because you're able to see it three-dimensionally mm-hmm. like different angles of it uh the, the the roll in corners things of that sort and of course i w- i went to the video and um i mean a car and driver put up a post of it and people immediately started to hate it and it, it goes back to what we were talking about just now um, and I even mentioned you in the comment and stuff like that. And people talked about a, ca- a canopy roof, like where's the, uh, you know, the stars and where's the full glass roof and stuff like that. And I, in, when I was reading that, I was like, everybody commenting on this isn't even going to be able to afford one of the I seats in this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I like, I like getting under people's skin sometimes. Yeah. So if I really am really bored, I'll go through and I'll just dismantle so people. You're a in troll. The I'm kidding. Oh, yeah. Like I'm an anti-troll. Like, <laughs> you're an anti-troll. I troll the trolls. Yeah. I, I like know? that. And, you know, yeah. to build off of that, because I was also in the threads and some jackass decided to say, um, this is the, the, the Rolls Royce Cullinan looks as aerodynamic as a brick. Okay. Well, no crap. Like this car wasn't designed to hit the Nürburgring. This right. car wasn't hit designed to hit Nardo. The, this car was designed for luxury. And everybody other than you. And, exactly. Like, <laughs> and if you can't see that. Then it's just not for you. It's just not for you. And right. not only that, then you know what? You are ignorant. I'm yes. sorry. I got to say, because it, and even going back to the, the, the Kia conversation, it's like these cars are designed for a certain segment of the population, for a certain demographic. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. Mm-hmm. But like to call yourself a car person or to be following these threads and make comments like that, clearly you're uneducated in the, this realm of uh, individuality and individuality like, mm-hmm. it makes no sense to me why yeah. even comment at all if you're going to do something say something that stupid exactly i i completely agree and it's it's not just i guess it's not just the hate that bothers me it's just like this is a time where you can go to you can go to a rolls royce dealership and buy an suv you can go to a bentley dealership and buy an suv you can go to a Lamborghini dealership and buy an SUV. Right. You can go to a <laughs> Range Rover dealership and get a car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that Evoke is a car, bro. Like, <laughs> right. Let's call you know, it is. But it's it's unconventional, and people are, are are breaking through boundaries now. And it seems like the people that aren't, I feel like if you're once a hater, always a hater. Oh yeah. Deal. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So. It's just, it's why we are where we are and you are where you are type of deal. You know what I mean? And it, it's just crazy. Like the name being named after, like, what's the name of the car, of the truck representative of? It's uh, the Cullinan is representative of the world's largest diamond. Come on. Like, it's brilliant. Come on, get out of here. That, the, the, the research and development and marketing team that... <laughs> 
to put that nameplate on that vehicle it's brilliant yeah man like it's it's this is a this is something that i'll accept and like even the specs that you put down like they don't make weak like bentley and rolls royce they obviously their cars weigh thirteen thousand pounds so they have to you know (laughs) make some power but even the specs it'll it'll definitely get to 60 miles per hour in mid five second range you know what i mean it's Mm -hmm. gonna have all-wheel drive uh 563 horsepower the torque is obviously like a twin turbo v12 (laughs) beautiful (laughs) like who's doing that like nobody's doing that to build off what you're saying here and in relation to the comment that i that that ass hat had made uh, on the threads about it being as aerodynamic as a brick these cars the bentleys and the rolls royces they're not putting big engines and power in it for it to hit massive times can they go like hell yeah they can go like hell for the size of vehicle that they are. But the power that these cars make are so they can propel these massive mm-hmm. chassis. And they're smooth. The they're smooth power plants. Yes. Like yes. they're not. They are not meant to uh, be a track track hog jeep no nah. or or even I mean, even an X5M, which I love. That'd Those be that'd be my choice. Um, obviously, if you're in a realm for, you know, a, a Cullen in or a Bentayga or something, then an X5M is probably your son's car or something. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, the motor, the size of these, it's almost why they have cars like Aston Martin DB9s, Ferrari F12s, I guess super fasts now, Bentley Continental GTs. This is why these cars make such great grand touring vehicles mm-hmm. because the motor is extensive. You have power. You can actually keep sixth or seventh gear, maybe barely turning over thirteen hundred RPM. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the car, the experience of ownership and the experience of driving is different from being thrown into your seat from G force in a corner or something like right. that. You know what I mean? But that's just how I feel. I mean, everything is is there's something for everybody, but there is too much of an offering now for you to be. Uh, and complaining about something that a luxury manufacturer is doing like just go back to toyota or honda where you belong you know what i mean i agree that's just the end this this is a car that is going to be up there with um while it's definitely more expensive than the g-wagons it has the same feeling of you can go off-roading but obviously there's a wild sense of life lifestyle mm-hmm. and comfort and luxury mm-hmm. um and it's 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 just seen throughout the vehicle um and let's talk about the just the way it looks i mean it, it's mm-hmm. a beautiful car it's it's all it is is the was it the, did i say is it the wraith i can't remember i'm sorry uh, the recent platform, I guess. It, I, I didn't mean, it's, write it down, no. but it's like I think it's built off of either the. I think it's but the Wraith is the four door, right? Well, the Wraith is the is the two door. The two door. The, Phan- the I Phantom. Don't know, yeah, I mean the Phantom. I don't even know if it's still the Phantom nameplate or if that's still in production. It's the Phantom Eight, I think. Okay, like the eight. Yeah. that's what I read. That's what I meant to write down. Okay, yeah. Um, you just triggered me, so I, um, to remember that. Okay, Thank you. cool. Yeah. <laughs> but it's built off that platform. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit shorter and obviously higher. Yeah, and like. Who would have known that, like, if you just take one of these uh, Phantom and just <laughs> raise it to all hell, that it would make a perfect yeah. SUV? And it, it gives off this, I said this in uh, through Texas Week, it gives me this very, like, Wagoneer type vibe mm-hmm. with its boxiness. And mm-hmm. um, I love that. I really, really like that a lot. Because, uh, and like I, like I wrote to you about the, the concept, excuse me, in development of the aesthetics of the cars are what translate to the SUVs. Yeah. So Bentley has grown into a very round, very flowy shape, so that translated to the Bentayga. Rolls-Royce has stuck to their jagged lines mm-hmm. and the the uh, basically the grill orientation and it looking like like a massive like old school heater like they yeah, they're radiator insi- yeah like- you know what i mean they're insistent upon keeping that aesthetic so i think that's what really blew me away because when i saw the rear of it i was just i was in love with it the front of it is it just looks like any other rolls right. royce you know what i mean but just the way they integrated the rear and the tailgate and just and it's such a simple layout yeah you know what i mean i, I think that's another another component of of styling that they've done very well at because it's you know you look at your range rovers or your porsches and even minis 
You know what I mean? They they are known for lines and silhouettes and things like that. And I just I think it's very cleanly done. It's it looks fantastic. I mean, I, it's a beautiful vehicle <laughs> when it comes up on my feed. Uh, and the red news, looks awesome. The red looks I really great. Like the red. I would have the red. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's phenomenal, um, and I I don't think there's anything else I can possibly say about it. One of my favorite uh, shots from the marketing is uh, the overhead shot. Oh yeah, from from the drone. From the drone, because mm-hmm. what's great about it is the overhead shot. You can actually see some of the body lines that you just don't see from like a profile or mm-hmm. you know straightforward. For sure. Um, and you know, I got to say, when I was reading all the the, uh, the specs, and this is the last thing I'll say about it is mm-hmm. there's a lot of technology. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of technology. There's a lot of uh, just new systems. Maybe not new systems, but just systems in the car that will allow it to do some incredible and insane oh, things. Oh, for sure. And I got to say, when I got to that point, I yawned, and not in a bad way. I just I yawned because I, I if I were to have this car, I wouldn't need any of this like the stuff that they put in it to make it an off roader. Yeah, you know, they they just do that so it it can be an off-roader properly and so it doesn't get the criticism of oh this is just a car for a footballer or something yeah, like that yeah. you know what i mean a pavement princess right there it, you it, go. it has it can go if it needs to go right yeah um, probably will i think so i think so um the one percent the one percent <laughs> but um fantastic car like uh you know hats off to rolls royce i'm excited to see what's next oh yeah you think we'll get a smaller version hmm you know that that's always that's the what we do. That's usually like the next step, right? Yeah, you get the big one. You get the you get the, really you get like a midsize. You get a smaller I version, think Bentley, and then you get a bigger one. Yeah, I think Bentley will probably do it first. Yeah, you know it's funny because you mentioned Bentley and and their body lines and their um, their more rounded shape definitely lends to a perfect SUV, which we typically see a lot of SUVs in the last few years have been typically more mm-hmm. rounder. Mm-hmm. Um, now they're starting to sharpen up a bit, but mm-hmm. very I, very cool. yeah I. They're both. I'd have them both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have to. I would have to take the rolls uh, ahead of it. But if you gave me a Bentley, a Bentley, oh, yeah. I would not say no for sure. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it wouldn't be a, through the uh, through the Apex show if we didn't talk about EVs, electricity. <laughs> um, well, Sweden is looking to build roads that will charge EVs while they drive. Um, think of this as. You know when you were a kid and you had those like tracks that you put together and they had the two cars, oh, yeah. with the rails, like the uh, mm-hmm. Hot Wheels, like Hot Wheels would do that. And you had like the little control, mm-hmm. and all you did was just, it just went forward very oh, fast. Yeah. Like, that's all it did. You didn't do right. anything. <laughs> but that's that's pretty much what this is going to look like. So I'm kind of interested in that because the is rubber a conductor or is there going to be like do the rails? Like, do they hook up once they get on the motorway, or... I don't know if they'll hook up. Like, one thing that I read was that they'll be... I mean, maybe they will, because they said something about, like, arms attached. To, like, they they want EVs, cars building EVs to to build an arm within the car that will attach. So I don't know if it means attach via, like, physically, or attach via, like, you know, like, magnetic. I wonder how long it's going to be until somebody gets electrocuted. So the, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's like there's a lot of things that I have a problem with about this. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that I have a problem. With. I can't. Whatever. You get what I'm saying. I have a lot of problems about this. A lot of issues. <laughs> um, <laughs> some of which are speaking today. I'm falling asleep. That's what's going on. Um, it sounds great. It sounds cool. But I like, for instance, one of the things I, that I read was electric rails will be implanted into the ground. These rails will keep cars planted onto the ground while emitting a charge. That sounds great. But what I see here is an opportunity for uh, the government to regulate your speed, to regulate mm-hmm. traffic, which could be good. Mm-hmm. But it's just another way of being told how fast to go, how to go, where to go. Um, I mean, I, to me, that's like what because I remember like someone saying that it's not someone I read somewhere a while ago that like that's the next step of like if we get all the cars to be like not autonomous but just controlled we can control traffic and we can make a better commute but like what's to say that like i don't know what if something goes wrong yeah you know or like even just talking about the charge alone is that going to burn the battery out like i don't know there's just a lot of things wrong with this personally that i just don't care for i think another big component is because we 
uh, this is a glaring reality, right? The development of alternative energy and the usage of it in transportation. Mm-hmm. I mean, f- a train is not what it used to be anymore. No. You know what I mean? It's it's the electromagnetic rails, the speed at which they can reach, um, the efficiency. Um, they are a good representation of that. But at this point, I feel like the conceptualization of a new idea related to this topic is what keeps people talking about it. Like this is something that might happen and it might not. You know what I mean? It's like the, it's just interesting to me because maybe 200 years ago, an electric car wasn't even, people probably thought that was impossible. Like we can't even get good enough batteries to power flashlights or, you know, we're still using lanterns or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, now we have electric cars to some degree and in some neighborhoods exceeding the gasoline powered vehicles in certain neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, for something like this to actually take place, it's going to take at least, I think it's going to be a significant amount of time before it can be something usable. First of all, are you going to have a separate road for these guys? Or are you going to give them a certain lane or are they not going to, uh, what's, what's to regulate the amount of power that's given at all times? Are you going to raise Obviously, you're going to have to raise taxes to create this type of a... And that's the other thing, because I think what Sweden is one of those uh, countries that already have like really high taxes mm-hmm. and stuff, because people always say, oh, Sweden's a great place to live. They do this, they do that. Nobody lives there. <laughs> right. We're funding it. <laughs> exactly. But you raise a great point, and you know what my solution is? I think all these ideas are great, and I'm all for forward thinking and just you know taking things to that next level. But here's an idea. Instead of giving us electrified roads that will charge a car while you drive... How about we just put in more charge stations? Well, Walmart's doing that already. <laughs> and Target. And Target, yeah. But there you go. Let's just do more of that. Because guess what? If I have an EV, I have no problem with going and charging it up the same way. I fill up my gas tank with uh, with petrol. It's not a big deal for mm-hmm. me. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I, I think I'd rather do that than get taxed out the whatever. Especially if it's not applicable for you. Right. So... It doesn't work. Then for again, me, we get taxed for a lot of stuff that's not applicable. That's to us. true. So, but there's no need to add on more. That's for sure, <laughs> right? Um, uh, stupid idea, Sweden. Kill it. <laughs> get kill it together. It, get it, it together. Kill it with fire. Kill it uh, with gas. <laughs> Burn it. Um, in more interesting news, <laughs> Aston Martin vanquish Zagato shooting break. Oh my god. You know what's funny? You know, we talked about the Cullinan being a, you know, a raised uh, phantom. Mm-hmm. You know, all these cars are kind of getting like this, you, this treatment of, I never really thought about it that way. I never thought about a variation in this kind of style. This is a really interesting thing because I've never once thought, oh, wow, I wish I could have an Aston Martin as a wagon. If they make one, it'll be the best looking one of all time. Yeah, it really would. Like, I'm not even, uh, like, I love the Cullen, and, and I love the Benteca, and I love the Urus. Pause. Pause. <laughs> um, but when Aston Martin decides to enter that realm, it's the styling-wise, it's game over. It just is. And they are, because they're doing 99 examples, super limited edition. This is going to be the fourth car uh, in the partnership between Zagato and uh, Aston Martin. The Zagato, okay. I think the, so... I think the Zagato is the most beautiful contemporary Aston Martin I've ever seen. I think that it's up there with the F12 TRS. Have you seen that before? Yes. The specialized F12 that was custom built. Uh, those vehicles, they stand alone, in my opinion, uh, just with regard to the combination of modernity and retro uh, styling. Mm-hmm. Um, that F12 TRS looks like a spaceship to me. Yeah. Um, it looks i think it looks 10 times better than the f12 which is already a good looking car mm-hmm. um the zagato you can tell uh the you can tell when a lot of these cars are made to they they were made they were built from passion yeah they were functionality always comes second regardless these cars are always they're always going to perform mm-hmm. because it's in their dna uh to do so but they just it almost it's frustrating to me because it just kind of reminds me of how deprived the United States is of anything that is practical and styling 
Oh my God, practical yes. and styled properly. I just let me. I, I need to insert something here. I was just driving uh, from work on the way back here to get ready for the podcast, and uh-huh. I was driving next to a newer A3 wagon. And uh, I thought to myself, what a beautiful looking vehicle. Mm-hmm. Boy, I would love an S3 version of this. Mm-hmm. Boy, would I love an RS3 version of this. Guess what? I can't have it. Because for me, as a person that is driving in uh, the Volkswagen Automotive Group family, uh, my next step for me as a GTI owner would be one of those, an S3 or preferably an RS3 mm-hmm. wagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it broke my heart to know that I can't have that. Yeah, I can have an RS. It wouldn't even be that expensive either. No, I mean it'd be the perfect fit for me because it's a little bit bigger than the GTI. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was just going to say what they should start doing. Like for example, with the Volvo Estates, they just need to offer them in the United States, but only have them based off of a custom build order system. So That's don't brilliant. don't not so Volvo Estates the cross country I I'm also a Volvo fan, um, but the cross country is the basically the Audi A4 All Road, which is the only estate that they sell here for us uh, mm-hmm. for Audi. Um, the cross country is basically the same as the standard wagon. It's just raised with blistered arches and things like that. It's the exact same. It's the V90. It's literally the exact same car, but they just raised it and gave it chunkier tires and blistered arches, and they're not selling that the other version here. Because in America, we need, America. Something, <laughs> we need something that is going to basically take us and our children to the campsite. And that's okay, but at the end of the day, 360 days out the year, you're not at the campsite anyway. So just the standard V90 wagon is offered in the United States, but you have to order it from a dealership. They don't have them in the lots. I don't see a problem with offering the A3, the A-Class AMG. Oh, my gosh, yes. You know what I mean? For for you. Uh, I mean, because at the end of the day, you can modify these cars to be road legal and meet emissions standards within the United States and things like that. Half of these cars use the same motors that are in half of the lineup anyway. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, You know what I mean? So, uh, like, I just don't know. But If if someone like Aston Martin can create 99 examples of one car. It's basically like an FF Ferrari for Aston Martin. Why can't we get some variations or via an order i think it's and, a great idea and isn't the ff sold here don't they so. sell that here i think so, so you're gonna you're <laughs> you're gonna sell a two hundred seventy five thousand dollar wagon here yeah that maybe 10 percent of this country can afford but you and won't ten percent of the country can afford, but a very sm- a much smaller percentage a percentage a smaller percent would would probably even have right, they, any they, of the Ferrari. They just want to buy the G wagon instead, or um, California. I'm kidding. Right. You don't have the Ferrari wagon. Well, where, what's that? Is it the 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 the, the Ferrari Ferrari Washington? Can I get one of those, uh, sir. We don't, sir. Uh, Lamborghinis down the street. Um, but it's just kind of like. Actually, not Lamborghini Bentley, because the guy's probably a rapper and he's got his names mixed up. Probably. So he's going to Bentley. <laughs> um, but stuff like that, you know, to me, it's like you're going to sell that here, but you won't bring in an entry level or even a high trim level hatchback to the United States for the people that want it. I just don't understand. I don't know. Well, we have completely gone off the rails. Uh, we should go to Sweden then. <laughs> we'll get shocked right back into uh, place. Um, sorry, but yeah, Zagato, uh, the, the shooting break. You're a fan. I mean, anything else to say about this thing? Other than uh, you love it? I just want to say that hopefully by the time I can actually feasibly get one of these cars that they still make naturally aspirated V12s. Yes, that is a huge. Not huge just Aston point. Martin, just Ferrari Aston. In Martin. general, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. They, there's few companies that offer at, at naturally aspirated V12s in existence now. Yeah, I think Ferrari and Aston Martin, Lamborghini are some of the are the last ones that do so. Um, but yeah, I love it. It'll yeah, do great. I like it. I think it's going to be great. Um, unfortunately, only 99 available, but hey, maybe we'll get a second hand one day. Um, <laughs> honorable mentions for this week as we wrap up the show uh something i don't have listed here that i want to briefly mention very quickly volkswagen went ahead and uh debuted the golf gti tcr which is going to be the replacement for the club sport uh i completely fell in love i think it's a great looking car however googling it, oh please do it's a good look i mean it's, it's really just a 7.5 
GTI. That's all it is. Uh, but it comes with 286 horsepower. I uh, can't remember how much torque, but it's around. It's right where it needs to be. Uh, biggest issue with the car is that it is replacing the Club Sport, but it doesn't have any extra flavor and flair in terms of go faster decals like the Club Sport. The Club Sport had a particular look that um, kind of had a feel back to, I would say, like the 90s with some of the way the way it like presented itself. So is this uh, basically uh, segmented in between a uh, standard GTI and a Golf R? Exactly, which was the club sport, which was Previously where the club, the club sport, sport. Yeah, sat. Um, love it. Wow. Um, I'm t- I gotta say, man, the the what they've done with the Mark Seven was it Mark Seven Two Point or the facelifted Mark Seven? Uh, Seven point five. Seven point five. Yeah. Like the oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> duh, Murray. <laughs> um, man. Those look off. Like the front, just that slight modification. And it's just like with BMW, that the facelifted version of the current version of the car. Yeah. Like the way that they've kind of knurled the LEDs in the headlights to make them look like Mercedes E-Class headlights. Well, the old E-Class where they're kind of curvy. Yeah, yeah. And then the rear, they finally given all LED tails to the rear. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That, that's... That's the best looking little GTI. things, little touches. Yeah, it's awesome. I agree. I agree. Uh, that's my one honorable mention. Anything you want to? Ma- I have a couple other things, but uh, we'll go back and forth on this. Whoa! I, I, I was just googling and I saw a picture of a 290 horsepower. Well, this is a TCR <laughs> rendition. It's oh yeah. Well, the TCR, like uh, the TCR is one of their. Um, like the, if you see the TCR with a wide body, that is technically what they run when they do like race days and stuff like that. I was gonna say like like stock car racing, right. and stuff. Okay, yeah. Well, for me, I was just gonna bring up the I saw was looking for this accidentally, of course, but they've uh, got the Cayman GT4 spied like in mm. camo. It looks really good in the snow camo, actually. And uh, there was some debate on the internet about the motor it had based on the exhaust note. Uh, people said it sounded like a four cylinder turbo. Oh, wow. When Porsche already said they were going to put a flat six in it. And a lot of people, people were like, oh, well, I've owned several Caymans and blah, blah, blah. And that's not a flat six. And people are like, what are you talking about? I mean, they've, it's definitely a flat six. It's kind of like one of those subjective things. But people also don't realize that the Cayman is a mid-engine vehicle. The 911 is rear-engine. Uh, wheels sit behind the wheel, rear wheels versus in front of the rear wheels. So the exhaust manifold is going to be different. Uh, you're going to have a different type of oral reception, and sonically, it's going to be different. I mean, for 911 GT3 RS, you know, the exhaust piping is maybe a foot long because it's the pipes are basically sitting on the manifold in a 911 because uh, the engine's back there. Cayman's a bit different, but man, I think it was the GT4 Club Sport that they showed. Yeah. It is just like that is a car, like George and I have talked about the GT4 and being happy with that if a gt3 rs was not in the picture just because they're so awesome dynamically and essentially probably better driving cars uh, uh based off of orientation alone than a 911 um not so rear heavy and things like that but i'm excited to see that it sounded great in the clips too nice so. nice yeah always always welcoming of more porsches so yeah i can complain about that but that's it i know i talk about them too much so i'm not talking about them anymore. no not at all um <laughs> Last honorable mention that I will talk about the Ford, uh, is Ford reviving the Maverick nameplate. Of course, this is interesting because just recently we announced that Ford will be killing off basically all car divisions <laughs> except for the Mustang <laughs> oh, and the Focus. Um, so it's going to be a truck company, much like uh, Dodge has designated the Ram brand to being mm-hmm. their own truck company. Uh, so them bringing back the Maverick is, is interesting because I, as much as I would like it to be in a car, uh, that sits between the Focus and the Mustang, or maybe a. I would. I honestly, and I think I said this last time. I'd like to see a four-door sports car, like a Grand Coupe version of the Mustang. Not, not the, a Mustang Grand Coupe, but something like it. Mm-hmm. And I think that will be great for the for something like the Maverick. Great nameplate, very iconic. Um, I think it's going to be cool. I think it'd be cool, but I have a feeling it's going to be another SUV. Yeah, it looks like based off some of these uh, kind of like this is a weird rendition. I'm showing Sean here. I saw you probably saw it. I think that's supposed to be the Bronco. This is it doesn't this is the same lines as the Bronco. I thought the Bronco was going to be more boxy. Yeah, like more uh, retro. Be, yeah. Or maybe it's not. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Ford is Ford is really confused right now. Or maybe the Maverick nameplate is going to be um, for that four door Mustang SUV 
we we've heard about too. That that's a possibility. Oh, Which yeah. actually, if you look at what you just showed me, that that's it kind of does. The, the headlights are a bit. My head hurts. They've mixed and matched too much crap. <laughs> Way too much stuff. Um, breezing through. Uber's working on flying taxis. I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> and then Formula One Miami Grand Prix is all but confirmed. So it looks like you and I are probably going to go to a yes. Formula Grand Prix pretty soon. Yes. Which yes. is great. As early as Finally. next year. Yeah. Which is I'll, hot. I'll book my uh, flight from now. Formula One tickets are expensive. I'll start saving from now. And it sucks that you have to spend so much money on that because you literally only get to see the cars uh, anywhere between 40 to 52 every, times. I was going to say every... Uh, but like for a few seconds at a time. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to sneak in a drone <laughs> and just fly it. We'll have to fly it from the hotel room over, to, over, top, of the, uh, over top of the track. Right. Sabotage something. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, that's going to conclude another episode of Through the Apex. Um, I'm going to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Another epic episode. I'm falling asleep here. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to say it again. I'm just going to keep it. Um, but no, that is going to be it for this week. It feels good to be back. Um, looking forward to getting back to our streak. Now we have a streak of 14 episodes to beat. Yeah. Which uh, all we got to do is get to 15 before we can take another break. Sounds good to me, actually. <laughs> um, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Um, Everybody listening to this is probably people that we know anyway. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my uh, IG, which is the only social media that is really relevant in my life, actually. <laughs> it's uh, Mark Anthony underscore Murray. I do have a website that I frequent only to play the podcast from. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but it's machinegain-labs.com. Uh, I'm relatively active. I go to the gym probably once or twice a week. Um, and I Tell act so like modest. I know what I'm doing. But yeah, you can go there. It's wonderfully designed. The podcast is there. I got some stuff that's going to come on there eventually. I'm not going to put any timelines on it because I just don't know when I'm going to do it. But I'm going to keep the site live because it's dope. It's super dope. It's, it's almost it's almost as nice as, as, as Sean's website. No, mine is a GoDaddy template that I finagled to look cleaner than it really should. <laughs> um, budget life, bro. Um makeshiftfilms.net thanks for the semi plug uh, you can catch everything there we're gonna have a new short film coming out later this month I'm really excited about um, socials at the bottom at the Sean Rosa hit me up Instagram Twitter Facebook of course you can follow us uh, directly on our podcast pages which are th- at through the underscore apex on Instagram and Twitter uh, and you can find us at through the apex on Facebook mm-hmm. uh, we will see you guys next week if I don't fall asleep and not or wake up. Or get too busy. Yeah, something. Who knows? Fall it's, asleep and not wake up. What? I mean, I just... Well, I'd be morbid. <laughs> that is, don't yeah. include that. <laughs> not, not like death. More like... Jesus. I'm, more like I just need to catch up on sleep, so I might hibernate for a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. But right. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not planning on dying. But nice it's not save. Up to me. I know, right? It's awful. <laughs> awful. Well, you guys have a great week. Peace. Stay cool. Thanks for tuning in to Through the Apex. New episodes available every Tuesday. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at through the underscore apex. 